buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. A lot of people say seven is the number of perfection. And for Cole Gordon, it is. Cole shares his story of learning the seven beliefs that prospects need to have to start buying from you and how it helped him develop himself to be the top performer that he is today. Learn more about Cole and his epic sales journey in the latest episode of Sales Transformation. Wow. So tell me, uh, I mean, uh, to go from, you know, in medical school to drop out to like starting an agency sounds a little crazy. Was there anything you learned through that experience that helped you, you know, as you then took on sales roles? Yeah. Anything that I learned in, in which experience in particular? Uh, in that first business, right? So the business, you know, didn't turn out, you know, didn't didn't go well. But I'm sure there's some learnings in there or some things that you, you know, after you, you know, that business basically failed, you said, I'm gonna go learn sales, right? So I'm just curious to kind of unpack like what you learned through that experience that maybe helped you in those sales roles, um, you know, once you left and got those jobs. Yeah, I mean, I, I to be to be honest, like I at least had some experience selling before I got into sales. Like that was helpful. But I, I, I even even at the time, I thought it was pretty good. I, looking back, I was pretty horrible. So like there wasn't a whole lot. Like if anything, I had to unlearn some stuff. But I will say like if maybe there's one thing is that I definitely feel like it, it's a little bit easier to sell when you have the mentality that you're like a partner in the business opposed to and you have an owner's mentality opposed to being oh, I'm a salesperson, you know. And so, you know, I kind of got to sell as an owner. Um, and then I sort of sort of bring that back into my selling. But, you know, it's, it's hard to say that I carried a lot of stuff from that experience into my sales career successfully because I was I was literally terrible when I started. I was horrible. So like, if anything, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe I picked up, picked up some bad habits. I just didn't have any coaching, I didn't have any help. So I was just terrible. But, you know, when I got in and started doing it professionally, and then started getting the right coaching, going through the right training, and start learning. That's when I started to get a lot, a lot better. Yeah, and yeah. If anything, maybe you learned what not to do. Right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay. So then, and you and you mentioned you got your first sales job, right? And you went from like being the worst to you know the top uh, within like a year's time. Um, you know, what sort of coaching did you take? What was kind of the pivotal moment where you felt like you really started to learn how to be a top performer? Yeah, well, there, there, there were several things, right? Um, 
you know, on a, in a more tactical side, you know, I, I was really, really, really bad. And what I would do is I would listen to these calls of these closers that were way better than me. And they were all like door to door salespeople. And, you know, I was expecting to hear like this objections, jujitsu and all this crazy stuff that they would be, they would be sending on the end of the calls. And, uh, you know, I figured like, oh, their calls are going to be high pressure. They're going to be like slick. They're going to be saying the right words. And really like what was, it was actually the exact opposite. Cause I was getting a bunch of objections. Right. So I was like, oh, they must know how to handle these damn objections I'm getting. But as you probably know, it was like, not, that wasn't the case. Like they weren't getting any objections. So that's when I realized like, okay, either they're getting like the best leads or like they're preventing objections, not handling objections. And, you know, it was obviously they were preventing, not handling. And, and, you know, even if they were getting better leads, which was maybe a possibility, um, you know, that belief doesn't really serve me anyways. So what I discovered after doing some research, it's a training and, you know, all of these mentors and all this stuff is, and this kind of assimilated, it wasn't like I had this epiphany, uh, even though that sounds really cool in marketing, right? But it wasn't like I had this epiphany and then, the, you know, on Sunday and then Monday, I, I had realized this. It was kind of like a gradual thing over time. What I began to realize is that there's seven beliefs the prospect needs to have to buy. There's pain, doubt, cost, desire, money, support, trust. And no matter what sales script that you use in the world, uh, they, they all, like anything that works, straight line selling, uh, Grand Cardone, wh whatever the method is, they all work because of the, it, it, because it executes these seven beliefs. So essentially what happens is through how you have the conversation, through the discovery phase and even into your pitch, what you really want to do is break down the limiting beliefs because each belief has a counter belief and reinstall the empowering belief before you transition to the close. And in doing so, you can create an objectionless close to where instead of having the hard close the prospect, the prospect closes themselves. And so once I really realized that, you know, I kind of had this like almost mental checklist of these things I needed to build consistency on and install beliefs in before I actually like, you know, made my pitch or made any sort of ask. And that would essentially help me remove objections before the close, or if not, at least have the ammo to handle the objection at the end. So that was really the key. Um, aside from that, what I'll say is that was like the tactical slash belief strategy side. On the flip side, I just started, I started really treating sales truthfully like it was a sport, you know? So what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was really, really good about my nutrition. I was really, really good about exercise. I was really, really good about like not partying and not drinking, you know, especially when I got started, I was a little bit younger in my twenties. So like, I was still kind of in that, that phase. Right. So I cleaned myself up there. I was going to bed at the same time every night and waking up at the same time every day and getting eight and a half hours of sleep, no matter what, like that's so basic now for me. But you know, back then I, you know, just was not doing that. Right. I was just lazy. Yeah. And so I started doing that. I started, like I said, eating well, I started like picking up, you know, jujitsu, which was a sport that helped me a lot. I was like in better shape. I lost some weight. Like, all of those things helped. And then also like, I really treated it like it was a profession. So I planned tomorrow out every single day. I reflected on how I could get better. I, I got mentoring, I got training, I got coaching, even outside of the organization I was with. I read all the books that you could read. I uh, also um, were to review tons of my calls. Like I'd, I'd review multiple calls per day of how I could get mm. better and break down my own calls and listen to other people's calls. So you know, there's a whole process of all these things. And that's really kind of being a professional, right? And being a high performance athlete in the sense of sales. So that along with more of the kind of strategy side of it is really what I, what I use to get really good.
It's also yeah, what we, man, there's so much that we do today. You know, that's what we teach all of our clients. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.